Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I'm in Indianapolis for the NFL Combine. We had a chance to talk to Jason Light and Todd Bowles about the upcoming 2023 season and a little bit about 2022. You know something is up when Jason Light is at the podium or with us kind of backstage before he got to the podium with the beat writers, and he starts raving about Rashad White. He even mentions in a favorable way Keyshawn Vaughn, who barely played last year. And then somebody asks a question about Leonard Fournette. And then Light kind of paused, and he said, I think Leonard Fournette still has several years left in him as a three down back. Here's what he didn't say with the Bucks, <laughs> And so, you know, that'd be like my company said, yeah, no, I think Rick could probably write for another 10, 12, 14 years. <laughs> he could win another few Aspies. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. With the right by company. The way. Oh, thank you very much. Let me, let me pick up my award here. Um, yeah, that's, uh, and it goes to everybody this time. It was a, uh, an award that we won for special section. And again, we're in the big boy group, right? We're there with the New York times that did like world cup soccer and, you know, the LA times that did golden state warriors, you know, or maybe that was San Francisco win an NBA title. These are special sections and yes, folks, they are special. And we, we basically did our Buccaneer special section, the, Pre preseason um, edition won a top ten um, Aspie uh, Associated Sports Editors um, Award, and um, yeah, so that's so I'm on a roll here. This is like three years in a row. I've been part of one, two years individual, but um, it's not me. It's uh, a lot of people worked hard to plan it. Um, our editor, obviously Tracy Johnson, and tons of designers and Joey Knight and my colleague and um but thanks I appreciate that back to the news Leonard Fournette we really think that he's a got a couple years left as a three down back won't be here so the news tumbled out however awkwardly that Fournette will be released prior to the March 15th start of the new league year they're obviously trying to get, you know, they're $56 million over the salary cap. they got to get cap compliant by 4 p.m. on March 15th. And he's not going to save him a ton of money because he had signed a new contract. It was like three years, $21 million. Um, I want to say $9 million of it was guaranteed, which isn't bad for one year that he played the three-year deal. Um, but they'll, they'll save about $3.5 million. The bigger thing is I talked to Leonard Fournette, and – Leonard says, here's what he says, is that after the season, he said he asked to be released, and they respected my wishes. So it's no bad blood. Like, he has no 
animosity toward the Bucks. He wanted this, according to him. And he said, for him, it was because he's only interested in winning. Ugh. That one... That one's going to leave a mark, right? I, I, I am all, and, he, and quote, winning is everything, he told me. He said, that's all. That's, and in my last three years here, that's all we've done. But since my guy, Tom Brady, left, that's why I came. That's, that's why I came. So my time here was up. Wow. Nothing like a slap of reality to the Buccaneers that, yeah, you don't have the GOAT, I'm done, right? I'm out. Well, but to be honest, it helps them. I mean, they've got to free up $56 million. Oh, sure, they were going to do it either. And here's the thing. I was convinced they were going to cut him either way. Whether he wanted it, didn't want it, didn't matter. Yep. He was gone. And why? Because Rashad White's better. Because he took his job halfway through the season. Because Leonard Fournette had a 3.5-yard rushing average. Now, I'm not giving a hall pass to that horrible offensive line that couldn't move anybody, right? And I think it. I think Leonard, the one thing about him is when he plays, he plays really hard. He's a downhill guy. He's going to, you know, put punishment on whoever's there to tackle him. But, you know, he didn't have a good year, and... He was beaten out by a better player. And, and you know, when, when Jason Light gets up there on the podium at the Combine and starts talking about Keyshawn Vaughn and how pleased he is with him, Keyshawn Vaughn barely saw the ball last year. So the writing is, is certainly there. And, you know, I, I wish Lenny well. I'll say this about Fournette. When he came here, it was under the worst of circumstances, right? Like Jacksonville drafted this guy in the first round, high in the first round. And he was productive every single year. But then they got towards the end of his contract and they didn't like who he was, not as a player, but just kind of as a professional or lack thereof. And so they released him. And you don't see many guys drafted that high in the first round just flat out released when they've been pretty productive as he was for Jacksonville. The message was he's not a good pro. And I don't think he was always a good pro for Tampa, but I think he got better. I think he worked at it. And from a personal standpoint, like the guy's been straight up solid with me, right? Like, you know, there was an incident where somebody picked up something me and you said, Steve, on the podcast, which I have to be constantly aware of now. It's like my new sort of deal is like, hey, did you say something that's going to be an incendiary quote tomorrow that you get killed with? Um, but I had said something about how you know, he had put on quite a few LBs. I mean, when he got to OTAs last year, it was obvious, right? He was he was big. And we just kind of mentioned that on podcast, and then somebody with, I don't know, SI.com, somebody locally that works for one of these websites kind of like took what we said, as they do often, and they ran it as almost like in store form. So, so Leonard... He sent me an IM, and he's like, hey, man, why are you talking about my weight? <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I talked about it seven weeks ago. And um, just on the podcast, I didn't write about it. I was like, nah, we cool, we fam, all this stuff. Couldn't have been nicer. Um, and, 
when you see him now, he, he, you know, he plays with joy, like all of that stuff. So, you know, we, we went back and forth with some text messages and things like that, or IMs and, you know, he was straight up like, you know, he, he, he wants to play. I think there's a place for him. He came very close a year ago to signing with the Patriots. In fact, he was in New England when Tom Brady came back after 40 days and Brady was trying to round up as many free agents as he could because obviously he wanted to win and a lot of those guys were in their last year. Um, and, you know, Brady takes care of his guys and Leonard Fournette has been one of his dudes. And so now he's gone, you know, and we'll see what Rashad White has. We'll see what Keyshawn Vaughn has. But that's just part of the business, you know. And we'll never forget playoff Lenny, right? Like, what a run. Because this guy almost cut the first year he was in Tampa. The first year. Ronald Jones was going to run for 1,000 yards, got around 950-something, got COVID, okay? And then playoff Lenny was born and eventually became you know, Lombardi Lenny. I mean, it's a great story. And um, I ended up really liking him. <laughs> like, you know, I, I thought he was a straight-up good dude. Um, so we wish him well. And Todd Bowles even said, look, that's part of the business, right? Like, anytime you have a good team, you're going to have some experienced players, and you know when it's their time, you know, to pay the piper, you've got to start to make some cuts and make some smart decisions without undercutting your team. And so they got White, they got Vaughn, they could draft another running back. You just don't know. Um, but yeah, layoff Lenny is on his way to another team, presumably. But I like the dude. It turns out he's a really he's a really good dude. He's got a good heart, and he was always good to me. And I was glad that he was able to, um, you know, fire back at me when I when I asked him what the hell was going on. Um, so we'll see where he shows up next. But you're gonna see a lot of Rashad White next season. A lot of Keyshawn Vaughn if he's available. And yes, they'll probably draft a running back somewhere. I think they probably have to, right? Because you got to have some depth at that position. Tom Brady's not here, and Tom Brady's not making the personnel decisions anymore. And to Todd Bowles' point, you know, it's time to pay the piper. That's what a lot of this is. They're not stopping with Leonard Fournette. Donovan Smith is next. Donovan Smith has been a really good player in this league. Underrated, I think, overall. Uh, but last year was an abomination. I mean, he hurt himself in the in the week one opener at Dallas. Hyperextended his elbow. Don't know what that must have felt like trying to block somebody, you know, one-armed as he was. And, you know, he had a bad year. I mean, 100 year, yards and penalties, six sacks allowed. He's going to be 31, I think. It's just time. And, and it's hard because, you, you know, there's not a lot of people sitting in the lobby that play left tackle. And Donovan's been a warrior. He hasn't missed many games, but they need a left tackle. And so the question is, can Worfs do it? I think he can. He did it three games at Iowa. Not the same thing, obviously. I would be a little weirded out by it because Worfs is an all-pro at right tackle, and you hate to make him into something less than that if he's learning a new position. But if that's going to help your team, then you got to try it. And, you know, I, I, I think it will. But Smith is going to be a guy I think that's going to get cut. 
you're you're also looking at Cam Brate. You're looking at Ryan Suckup. I mean, there's going to be some you know some costly moves to get under that cap. And the other thing is, you know, about like with a quarterback position, this is the other story that we had in the Tampa Bay Times. Well, let's let's hold on to that just for a second because I want to talk to you about Kyle Trask and the two messages that aren't necessarily aligned that Jason Light and Todd Bowles had about Kyle Trask. But first, I want to tell you how to save money on an electric bill. It's called May Electric Solar, and they are back and better than ever as our sponsors. They've been in business installing these electric systems now for 13 years, and there's a lot of these companies out there, but May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of surge protection. That is the main difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all their products. They conduct on-site testing. You can see exactly what they're going to install. Plus, this is important. They don't use subcontractors. All those guys up there are Billy Mays guys. So start saving today. Call the solar energy experts at May Electric Solar. Here's the number. Write it down, 727-819-2862. You can schedule a free estimate, lower your electric bill all year long, preserve your appliances. That's May Electric at 727-819-2862. So at the Combine, the general manager and the, and the head coach can make themselves available for the media, the national media in general, and usually the local media kind of does a sidebar with them before or after they get on the podium. And so Jason Light, and Todd Bowles spoke on Tuesday. And let me tell you, I don't know if they were so much as answering question or selling me a timeshare. <laughs> because, man, they were all about the Kyle Trask experience. Um, and they didn't really have any answers. It was like, you know, is, is Trask the right player to replace Brady? Or is he just the quarterback for right now? And that's the question they literally can't answer, right? Because they don't know what's coming down the pike. But he, they, both of them spent the better part of an hour sort of selling, you know, Trask. And, but while acknowledging that they're going to add competition because they have to, right? They don't have any other quarterback under contract. They're 50, more than $56 million over the salary cap. Um, you know, how, how do you get these guys, right? So they're going to bring in quarterbacks to compete with Trask, but they are not going to be the Derek Carrs of the world, I don't think. I think that would be a shock. My information is that Derek Carr is not in this thing with the Bucks, Um, and I don't think that's necessarily going to change. And I got news for some of you out there, if you listen to this podcast and you know who you are, Show prep Tampa Bay. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to show up here either unless the bottom falls out of his market, which I don't think it will. So, yeah, if you're kind of all in on that conspiracy, I'm just going to warn you, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, but, and here's the interesting juxtaposition of this whole conversation. So we go to Bulls, we go to Light, you know, before they get on the podium, they're talking to us candidly about this and that, and you know, you kind of feel 
good about which way they're going. But then they say, or Bowles says in particular, yeah, I'm not I'm not telling you he's the starter. Like, it's not guaranteed to him. I'm just telling you that, you know, he's not number one yet. I said he could compete. And he has to earn it. Like, yeah, I mean, he's number one because there's no other quarterback. But they're going to bring in guys in here to compete with Trask. And that'll be interesting because there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks, a lot of guys looking for teams that don't have multi-year deals, et cetera. And some of them are big names. And, you know, I don't know how that's going to go, but there's going to be competition for Kyle Trask. He's going to have to win the job. He'll get the first bite of the apple, but it's not exclusively his. Well, I don't, I, I, I don't think you can even say he'll get the first bite of the apple at this point. I mean, well, perhaps not. In, in Bruce Arians' terms, we don't know what's behind door number two yet. Door number two, yeah. We don't know yet. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr, presumably not going to come here, based on your reporting, right. and your information. But who is coming? Is it Jacoby Brissett? Mm-hmm. Is it Baker Mayfield? Is right. it go through the free agent quarterback or the potential free agent quarterbacks? And if Baker Mayfield, let's just take him for example. Could it be a right? draft because pick? He's, what's that? Could it be a draft pick? They, and this is the other thing they said. I'm glad you mentioned that. Another thing they said to us on Tuesday was, you know, could you draft a quarterback? Absolutely we could. We absolutely could draft a quarterback. We're not ruling anything out. Look, for all the lip service on Kyle Trask, and I think he's a good kid, and I think he's played at a high, high level, higher than most people can fathom, but... I'm not sold on him, and I've watched him for two years. You know, I don't know if the arm strength is that good. He's improved his footwork a little bit. He's been learning a system now that they're not going to use. So there's a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff that would say to you they're going to bring in some other quarterbacks and they're going to try to win because I think Todd Bowles has to win. I, I mean, it sounds great, you know, we're – at one point, Bulls said, you know, something to the effect of, like, the bills are going to come due. Like, you have to pay this off. And I wonder just if he realizes just, you know, what a bad season would do to his future, you know. I'm sure he does because it's a zero-sum game. He's been a head coach for a long time. But this is, like, the fifth coordinator in six years for him. And not because guys got promoted, per se, but just, just didn't work out. So it's got to work out, but well, and that's the whole thing too. Is is and I've heard some people talking about you, you hear tanking all the time, right? And and occasionally organizations try to tank. Players don't. Mm-hmm. Coaches don't. No, no. Because generally, if your organization's tanking, you're not going to be there. That's right. They're when it comes out the, the next other guy, end. yeah. When it comes out the other end, <laughs> that's right. Is Todd Bowles? Is Todd Bowles and, and Jason Light trying to win this year? Absolutely. Are the Bucks going to make good on their fifty-five million dollar debt and clear the accounting tables, so to speak, and take a big hit this way, salary? You know, salary wise. You betcha. To clear it so that in the future they don't have any debts against them, so to speak, in salary cap terms. Yes. Yep. You betcha. So are they trying to win? Absolutely they are. Right. They're not tanking. They're not going for Caleb Williams or anything. 
they may end up having a bad season and getting a that high That comes pick. the last game of the season. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, once you're, once you're there and, and, and a loss yeah. then get you the number one pick, that's different. Right, when you're guaranteed something, you can do that. Although, yeah. those players on the field weren't tanking that game. Because that's tanking. No, they just didn't have the right ones well, on there. the coaches may have put the wrong players in, but the yeah. ones that were, the, when the, the players were on the field, they were trying. They were win. trying. Because that's their yeah. tape. That's their future. That's their next contract or that's any true. contract. Well, that's true. So, you know, are the Bucks trying to win this year? Absolutely. But do they have $55 million to salary cap to clear at this point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they made it clear. I mean, they, they, look, they, they said that they have been prepared for this, that they knew, and they would do it again because it was an unbelievable ride. There's no regret. This was the plan when they signed Tom Brady. And and the plan when Tom Brady eventually hung it up, and he's done that twice now. Um, but they went through this exercise for themselves a year ago, and so you know they're they're prepared. They were better prepared. Well, we talked about this last night with the Lightning. You know, when you have that window to win, you want an organization go that for goes it. for it and went for it. Got to, and, and yeah. the Bucks did, and they won. Uh huh. They got the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, they did. I mean, you know, they they accomplished the ultimate prize. Just like yep. the Lightning have gotten two Stanley Cups. Yep. You know, when you're in that window, you go for you it. You got to take advantage of it. Absolutely. If at some point you then have to make $55 million of salary cap space, or in the Lightning's case, you have no draft picks for the next three years, essentially, or not many high ones, that's the price you pay for going for it. Oh, well, mm-hmm. And every team would take that trophy. Every single one of them would. Absolutely. Over eight years of mediocrity or making a playoffs or whatever, they all want the hardware. Yep. As they should. It's exactly what they should really want. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, Steve, so... I'm going to segue here to the Tampa Bay Lightning a little bit. I'm I'm confused by this hockey team. And here's what I mean. Like, they have the greatest goaltender on the planet Earth, okay? A guy that absolutely, you know, can stone teams, right? As he did the other I forget who they were playing the other night when he had Detroit what, like something. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. There you go. 45 <laughs> save shutout. Stupid. 45 save shutout, and and I think the Lightning had all of like 12 or 13 shots. Um, that's that's sort of who he's who he's capable. You know, that's who he is. You know, he 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 can take games on himself by himself, win them. You know, we remember all the playoff games that he came up so big for. Um, but this hockey team, and not necessarily Vasilevsky, although he was in goal when they got absolutely blown out. This is happening in my mind, and I'm not a hockey guy, but with way too much frequency. You know, like 
you got to play defense at some point. You cannot give up seven goals, seven goals, six goals. Like, you're going to have to really buckle it down somehow. And and that would concern me if I was a Lightning fan is that they're not playing the kind of hockey that they know, right? They know that this kind of hockey is not going to get you. If it gets you the playoffs, you're not going to you're not going to win around. But they know that. And so my question to you would be, Steve, how do you lapse back into that no defense sort of getting your butt whipped when you don't really try hard enough mode? Well, I, I think you have to figure out why is that happening. Is it the loss of McDonough and Ruda and and maybe you're just not as as good defensively? That's a big part of it, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. although I, I don't think the defensive lapses are all on the defense core either. True. Um, I think that's part of why Julian Breezeball made the trade for Tanner Janot was, as he said, you know, we needed to be harder to play against. And, and some of their lines haven't been. Um, That's right. The other part of this is, and, you know, this is kind of the dog days of the season. And, and, <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, for, for the Lightning, it is. Now, for the, I know, it's the, just so long. I'm laughing because, honest to God, I think a hockey season is longer right. than any season in pro sports. But, I do. But, here's, but here's, the, here's the point of this, is that the Lightning have known for months now they're yeah. going to face Toronto in the first round of the playoffs. Like yep. it's, it, I mean, barring a historic collapse by either Boston right. to come back and Toronto or yeah, the that's, Lightning that's past who them, they're or, get. Yeah. or for whoever below the Lightning to come past the Lightning comes up. Yeah, it's they they've known for months they're going to face Toronto. So you're playing, but now you're playing teams like Detroit, Pittsburgh, Florida. Who there's like six to seven teams in the Eastern Conference vying for two wild card spots, and they're all great. They're so much better than the Western Conference teams. It's not even funny. Well, but they're all bunched up. The you know yeah. after the top six in the in the East, they're all bunched up. They're all fighting for every point. They're desperate. Yep. Yeah. The lightning That's who meanwhile, every night. The lightning meanwhile are sitting there going, we. I mean, we know what we're, we're going to face Toronto in the first round. Now that's right. I'm not saying that they're taking it easy. That's not the point. But are they as are they as locked for in. every single game? Yeah. Now the question is, can they turn it on as we get near the end of the season into the postseason? I mean, we've seen them do it before, but this 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 feels like they have to get back to knowing how to lock teams down. And I I do think it's it's you know the personnel. I do think that. They're missing some key parts of their defense that's not coming back. Um, I don't know what's happened to Victor Hedman per se. Like, he was the greatest defender on the planet, and now I don't see his name being called very often. I don't see him making a lot of big plays. They've got to stop the puck. They they have to play better in their own end. They can't leave Vassie hanging out to dry. There's been too many of these games where, you know, we were celebrating the other night, you know, that, that unbelievable game against Detroit. And then they, you know, he'll give up four goals, five, six. You know, like, that shouldn't happen to that goaltender, right? Like, that goaltender deserves a better fate. Um, I don't know how much is on him or not, but, you know, if you've got him and he's playing well, and he and he usually is, you have a chance. But they're just, they're just not doing the stuff that got them these, these championships. And... 
no matter what you say, the additions they made, the core is the same. The core is still the core. Those guys need to know how to play, and they do know how to play because they've won it all. They're just not. They're just not protecting, and they're giving up way too many goals. Way too many goals. It reminds me of the year that where they win the President's Cup or whatever. They went to Columbus and got destroyed in four games. Like they're that team, right? They're that team that's explosive, can run you out of the gym, or can get run out themselves. Yeah, I don't know if they're that level at this point yet defensively i mean i think they're more responsible than they were that year that right. year they were just, they were the run and gun offense i mean it was yeah they were just all offense yeah but they're not playing the level of defense and i, I don't mean just defensemen i mean as a team that right. we've come to know right but we've seen this in spurts in the past yeah you know and, and i mean this hockey season this one seems Seems longer than most of the spurts, or when more they do. Dense, maybe. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's. I don't want to say con- worrisome or concerning because I don't think you're there yet with 22 games to go, and you know, you pretty much know who your matchup is in the playoffs. Right. But I think at some point they've got to figure out how to consistently lock teams down, and when you get a lead, keep it. And they right. haven't sh- they haven't shown it consistently. They show it in spurts this year, but right. more often than not, they they look a little loose. I mean, I'd like to see them, and I don't know that they're playing this way per se. But like, you know, when they were winning cups, um, that two goal lead you speak about, like sometimes guys wouldn't even try to like it was all about defense, right? It was like we're going to make this so hard that if you do tie it up, hats to you. But like. Everybody was committed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that they got that buy-in just yet. I mean, they but should. Is it, they not, know their is way it back. not buy-in or is it, well, we're in the regular season. We know our fate. Yeah, and I, I don't know the answer. I, I don't know the answer. And, and I'm not. I'm not. That could be part of it for sure. But it, it's an excuse. And, and and they're not a team that should have excuses. Like, they, they've been in the mountaintop three years in a row. They they know, right? It's not a guess. It's like, eh, I guess we should probably not do this or maybe we should try that. No. They know what wins. And they should be working on that. You know? So I I don't know. It's they're a better hockey team than the way they're playing right now. I, I think they are. <laughs> maybe they're not. I mean, maybe I mean they're not. <laughs> the other the other part is after sixty games, are you not what your record says you are? You kind of are. I mean, is not what you what's on film and what you see at night in night out? Isn't that kind of what you are? But do after they 60 think? Games? I mean, are they at the point where they're like, we've been here so many times that we know when we lock in, we're this, and we will lock in in the playoffs? Like, is that still a thing? Is that is it still? Do teams still do that? I guess it's human nature, but. I mean, you know, we saw this, what, the shortened season, the 56-game season. Yeah. They were played like crap at the end. They did, and they turned it on the last, what, six games? As a matter of fact, they even, they even played Florida the last two games, who was their first-round mm-hmm. matchup, and they got blown out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they turned it on in the play when the playoffs started. That's right. You know, how much does experience? You know, It's got to be huge. One but- of the best things this team does, typically – and, and which was so weird in the Pittsburgh game the other night, Sunday night, mm-hmm. is they let up a bad goal 
momentum goes to the other team. They don't give up goals in bunches. A flurry of them, right? Like, like they yeah. withstand it. It doesn't mean they're they're not scrambling. No, but they don't they don't give up that you know three goals in this or four goals in three minutes and you know they don't right. they they they're able to keep the game within reach and yeah. even even take if they're the scrambling hit, for a ball. while defensively, mm-hmm. you know they're not they're not all of a sudden out of the game, all right. We'll see if the playoffs this year, if they're able to do that again. I mean, you, you know, you'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt at this point. Yeah. How'd the new guy look? Did he run around and hit people? Uh, he did. He ran over Ma- <laughs> uh, Matthew Kachuk at one point, just barreled over him, which was <laughs> I love great. It. I um, love it. You know, remember, he all he had was a morning skate, too. He'll, he'll get his full first day of practice today. The Lightning will practice yeah. this at, or late this morning. Um, right. You know, looked okay. I, I, I mean, quite frankly, the whole team didn't really look that great. So no, it's hard. To, yeah, it's hard to pick pick a star of the night there for sure. Yeah, I know Phil Esposito in the in the post game didn't give a star to any of the Lightning players. <laughs> of course, he didn't. Well, I mean, I mean to be honest, they, <laughs> they didn't deserve it. Although yeah. they, they did have two goals taken off the board. That's it was weird. Right? It was weird. Three goals were taken off the board. The uh, yeah, Panthers had one for interference. And then the mm-hmm. Lightning had one for offsides and another one for goalie interference. Wow. Yeah, that's that's unusual mm-hmm. for sure. Meanwhile, well, I'll tell you, a team that can score. Yeah. I mean, all those <laughs> offensive additions this season, I mean, you knew they were going to light it up, right? It didn't start out spring trading that way, however. But these last two games, faith has been restored. Yeah, I mean, they didn't. apparently they didn't need bats. You're talking about the Tampa Bay Rays bombing away two games in a row now. What they win fourteen to two the other day? Yeah, and then twelve nothing over the Yankees on Tuesday at Yeesh. Disney World. I mean, I don't know if they yelled they were going to Disney World after the game or not, but well, it is the happiest place on earth yeah. if you're a Rays fan. But yeah, somebody's packing. I mean, you know, that's kind of what they were hoping for. Yeah. And as we discussed last night, Tyler Glasnow's injury, Kevin Cash on Tuesday saying that uh, he expects Glasnow to miss the beginning of the season, which we kind of speculated. It's a bummer. But he also obviously listens to the podcast because he talked about this will make yeah, the load does. management issues of Glasnow later in the season easier. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you said exactly 24 hours ago or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know Kevin's a big fan. Uh, he took your advice. For sure. And you're right. That's exactly what it'll do. It'll give some other guys opportunity, you know, the front part of the order and um glass will be glass will be glass when it's time, man. You know? He's he'll come back. They're gonna they're gonna throw the ball well. They're, the hitting is impressive. They gotta find a way to stay healthy. Um they've got some really good pieces over there, you know. But I, I don't I just don't, I don't know entirely what to expect. I still think this is spring training, and so it's hard for me to say, oh, scored 14 runs. Oh, it's way too early in spring training. Yeah. I mean, how many I mean, pitchers did pitch- you face, and how many were big league pitchers? There you go. Like, yeah, some of these guys are up for, you know, 
their their twelve batter, ten batters, or five batters, and yeah. you're never going to see them again. I mean, nobody's arms are stretched so, out yet. So, right. So, so obviously the hitting is going to be ahead of things. But if you're asking me, would I feel better about the way Wander Franco and Rosario and those guys swinging the bat than if they didn't swing it very well? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, for sure. And we know how talented they are. It's just a matter of staying healthy. I really believe that. I think mm-hmm. they'll be fine if their main boppers can stay healthy. That's going to be the key to everything to me. You know, I'm anxious to see him though. I haven't seen him play yet. And that's going to be fun. It's a fun, it seems like a nice ball club. It seems like a good, you know, clubhouse. I think guys get along. They're all productive. They got multiple roles and whatnot. So I'm ready for baseball. I really am. I've been up here freezing, by the way, in Indianapolis. Like, and it's it's mild. It's like in the fifties. Did you get blown over today, or did the wind subside? Oh, it stopped. I mean, yesterday, yeah. If you didn't hear the podcast, I mean, I I have not felt this where I was going down just simply because of how hard the wind was blowing. Today, it it uh, kind of cratered at about nine miles an hour, which is very manageable. Still cold, all of that. Um, but yeah, it's not been, it's not been pleasant. It's never great. I mean, this is the thing when you travel, you realize how beautiful it is in Tampa, Florida. Um, and so I tell everybody where I'm from every time I get an Uber just to rub it in. I'm like, yo, it's not like this back home, man. Where are you from? Uh, Tampa. Oh man. I wish I was there. Yeah. So do I give me a few hours, but yeah. So. Well, listen. We've got uh, mailbag. We got mailbag questions that we've never gotten to uh, this week. We we can actually solicit some more. If you guys have a question, you can send it to us at Sports Day TV. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Um, the Bucks will continue their workouts, I guess, at the NFL Combine, which run through, all the way through, I think, Saturday or Sunday. Um, first ones, I think, to work out are going to be O-line, D-line. There's a big need at uh, edge rusher for the Bucks and also corner. Um, those are important spots. So uh, we'll talk more about the combine. We'll have the, you know, the mailbag questions for you. And, uh, yeah, check it out on TampaBay.com. Bound to be more players released, et cetera. So it'll all be there uh, in the Tampa Bay Times. For Steve Burstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tempe Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 